I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey, everybody. Oops, the podcast. You know us. Hopefully, you still love us. Hopefully, you guys are doing well out there. I am Julio. I am joined, as always, by Francis Ellis himself. Buddy, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Good. Solid. Yeah. Happy. Happy. Very good. I stole that little intro template from you. I think I stole part of it from my old radio co-host, Willie Colon. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good that the theft is yeah. across yeah. different platforms. Um, um, what's happening? Not much, man. We've been getting a bunch of good emails from people um about you know just their thoughts about this shit and there's some real interesting stuff uh this one i liked a lot uh it said hey francis and g huge fan of the podcast uh blah 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 um also francis i can't believe you were in quakertown pa that's about 10 minutes from my hometown in a very interesting place lol i don't know what the fuck the lol means there is this a guy or a girl this is a girl yeah i wonder why she didn't say hi i mean you know it's like (laughs) she did i skipped over it no, but I'm saying if she knew oh. that I was in Quakertown, PA, and she just stayed where she, you know, I don't know. It is no, I know. She should have hunted you down she, if she really cared. That just pisses me off. Clearly, she's not a big a fan as she says she is. <laughs> All right. Well, this next part is in, I found very interesting. And I think this is very different for New Yorkers than it is for her. But here's what she said. She goes, I was responding to your question on the podcast last week um, about what people miss the most that they didn't think they would. And she goes, mine would probably be the sort of acknowledgement from a person walking by you on the sidewalk. Before the coronavirus, it was like a kind smile or a nod or just a disinterested gaze forward. Now, every time I pass someone on my daily runs, it feels like everyone gives you looks that are like daggers. It's a bit scary. Dude, I, I, I mentioned this in an Instagram story where I went for a run and nobody was giving me the head bob. Oh. <laughs> Nobody was giving me the runner's head bop. Everyone was just sort of zooming past with no regard for propriety or courtesy or, or, or the fact that they're not the only person in this world. And um, it, she makes a very interesting point, and you said it too, which is that in New York, you know, it, it, you'll be acknowledged one way or another. It might be negative or it might be positive when you pass somebody on the street, but there's going to be an acknowledgement uh, uh, of the fact that you're walking by another person. And now, now it's just total, like we're, it's as if everybody's walking with a pit bull and we're, we're all going wide around each other and trying to not, you know, it's not totally. Well, I also would argue this though. Uh, if New York, from my experience in America is the place where you are the least likely to be acknowledged to begin with, walking running's different like i know that running is like jarring so like people kind of notice you um so like i'm not used to getting friendly nods from people especially if you're walking by like crowds or like you kind of get used to it to living in close proximity with people but being by yourself yeah you know when you just said that it reminded me that the point i originally made was wrong um (laughs) and i want to take it back i was trying to make her point make sense you know like a teacher of third graders when a kid says like 
well, I think it was this. And then you're like, well, I can see how you, you could, I could see how it could be that way, even though it's a wrong answer. Um, you're right. People in New York do not acknowledge each other. I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I get what you mean though. It depends, it depends in what situation, but in general, there's just so many of us. You like don't have time, you know? Yeah. Like, oh. There's a coldness and an indifference in New York. Yeah. Uh, and it, maybe it comes from the fact that so many people live there. Dude, have you been, speaking of New York, have you been following, and I don't mean to get us off the, the emails, but ha- have you been following the Andrew Cuomo, Chris Cuomo sibling rivalry bromance that's <laughs> unfolding on like it's incredible. local access television every single day? And there's just curveball. Every second of the way, there's a different curveball, like the nipple piercing this thing. I wrote about that, yeah. <laughs> what did you have to say about it? Well, I just said it was it, it was clearly a barbell. Like he had a barbell piercing <laughs> through his nipple. And, you know, there's two reasons to do that. One thing I've heard is that a, a nipple piercing actually helps a lot with breastfeeding. Um, it somehow enables the milk to spout more freely. Freely. Um, and I can see that you're adding two more holes to the nipple. So, uh, you know, where once a child might, an infant might have had to suckle from a very difficult suction pull and spring bottle, now you've got a gushing Nalgene. Uh, <laughs> but, but having said that, it is kind of odd if he's if he's actually got nipple piercings and he's wearing shirts where he knows his nipples are going to show up. I mean, that's pretty like, what do you make? Would you ever get your nipples pierced? I, I would not. Uh, one of my, one of my friends was like, dude, that's just older guy nipples. Like, what the fuck does that mean? You start growing multiple nipples. It's like those older guy nipples, man. I was like, what? Is that a thing? I could see you piercing your nipples. I feel like people think that that's something I could and would do. I do do stuff like unexpected stuff sometimes, but I don't think nipple piercing. It's just too, it's too like, I don't know what it is, but it's not, I don't feel like it represents me. It's, uh, you're big on the body manipulation. I could see you getting those, those ear earrings where you put like a cork in it and you make, and then a coin (laughs) and then like a pizza, yeah, pizza pie plate. Until and then, like when you don't have it in, it looks like your ear is some kind of floppy portal to another dimension. <laughs> it looks like it's for batting practice. Yeah, or the the mouth of that painting, the scream. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're right. It's the exact like- Edward M- Munch, Munch. I think was yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good for us, dude, for knowing that. Uh, good for us for knowing that. A lot of people think it's Van Gogh. It's not Van Gogh. Yeah. So, dude, uh, that's funny, though, that you say that. I feel like nipple piercings are too, like, pagan for me. Mm. It feels okay. like uh, some kind of fringe of society move for a guy. Yeah, unless you're Tommy Lee or some metal rocker bass player, you know, it, what on earth would possess a guy to get his nipples pierced? Literally. You know, Alex Pavone has his nipples pierced. Why? I don't know, but we should maybe ask him about that because what the fuck? Like that, I think the Canadian thing is the wild card there. Okay. Because yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. This is one of our friends who's a comedian, a very funny guy. Uh, but I never really understood it. No, no, it's uh, it, <laughs> it's really not. 
I, I always think of um, like juggalos. I think of like right. overweight female juggalos sitting in a folding chair, smoking cigs, and then flashing their like pancake boobies that are pierced with barbells. That's what I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and they're like, why would you do that? And he's like, all the better to milk me with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those women are getting milked. Touche. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, dude, the fr- so the friendliness conversation uh, brings me to the second point that was in this email, which is interesting. But before I get there, it's amazing how, have you ever gone to like Subway down south? The sandwich shop? The sandwich shop, or something's comparable. I stopped eating there once uh, there was a threat of mad cow disease. But, mm, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe regardless, anytime I'm in a situation like that where they're assembling your food for you in some close proximity, yeah. it's amazing to me how much they try to interact with you and exchange pleasantries. When, and then when you don't, if you don't participate, you, they think you're just a complete asshole. Is that only in the South or is that everywhere? I think here, dude, imagine going to Kava in New York City and having them ask you about your day. Uh, that's interesting. You know, occasionally it happens and it makes you feel really good. That's nice that that's how you feel about it. I guess same. You're like, okay, this is weird. I'm not one of those New Yorkers who expects and demands total, uh, standoffishness. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. And even the Uber driver, sometimes that can be okay if you're talking to the Uber driver, but the Uber driver should know when you're not in the mood to talk. Yeah, that uh, that can be that can be pretty abrasive, yeah. especially if you're going to JFK or something. Yeah. Oh God, dude, it's bad. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, "If you're thinking about starting a podcast," I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, "Anchor, anchor!" And then you'd say, "Go to Anchor.fm to download the software." where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Let me ask you this. Uh, How... Is your like, have you been spending way less money during this? Dude, I, I am so excited. I, I, I check in on my credit card statement every day because so it, makes me, it makes me happy. So I do too. It's That's my so only positive moment like from all this is that I check in and I'm like, ah, spent $6 yesterday. Uh, better, better reel it in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I spend, uh, I pay my credit card bill every day because, (laughs) (laughs) is that crazy? I pay it every day. Why? Why would you do that? Because I'm afraid that if I don't, in two weeks, I'm going to be like, oh, look look at you, buddy. You've been having fun? Look at that. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. That means that you're spending credit card money every, you're buying something with your credit card every day. Like, usually, yes. Usually every single day. What kind of stuff are you buying? Well, right now I'm not buying shit. I mean, I'm going to the grocery store um, and buying food like every once in a while, but that's it. And I'm used to buying stuff every single day on my credit card. And I only use my credit card. Uh, 
And then the next day I just pay it off. I need to do that every day so that the balance, because when I was in my like early twenties, I racked up a shit ton of credit card debt mm. and I'll never do that again. So now that I have it under control and all my balances are zero, I am obsessive compulsive about keeping it that way. Okay. But as long as you pay your credit and you probably know this, as long as you pay your credit card statement by your billing date, you're not going to accrue credit card debt. Totally. But I'm afraid that within that 30 day span, I will somehow spend more money than I thought I was spending and let it get out of control because that's what happened to me originally when I was like 23 or 24. So are you telling me that before all this began, your habit, have you been paying your credit card balance every day for a while? Yes. How long? Probably not two, three, four years. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> You're telling me that every single day for four years, you log into your Chase account and you're like, oh, $16. Oh, I yes. got to pay that. Yes. Yesterday I paid $4.09 on one of them. Dude, this is, this, is, this is crazy to me. I've never heard of anybody in my life doing that. I've never heard of this in my life. <laughs> Dude, Someone, I'm so, sorry, go ahead. The amount of clicking and confirming that you must be doing. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's nice to like wake up with a zero balance every day, but. It's maybe unnecessary. I do it with. I mean, I just do it on the app on the phone, but dude, I'm so deathly afraid of the moment in my life coming where it's time to take the next step and I'm going to get married and start a family and I'm going to be, I'm not going to have a strong enough foundation to be able to do it because of being irresponsible. I'm okay, so afraid of that. That's, that's, I think there's probably, you know, some, some good parts of that, that you are, you are trying <laughs> to be, to, to, it, you are spending within your limits on a manic level but um the the flip side is like are you you don't know how much money you're spending each month or does it still keep track like can you keep track of a monthly so statement i am so it's more of the kind of thing where like looking at it on a macro level doesn't help me because like i am just naturally very impulsive and things can get out of control for me easily. Like I'm not naturally that disciplined of a person. And I've had to kind of like trick myself over the years to become better about it. Um, and I feel like I have, I've improved a lot. Okay, so let me ask you this. Does this technique lead to you being less inclined? Like let's, okay, so 10 days in a row, your balance you've paid is $22. You bought lunch and you bought a, I don't know, a bottle of water or something. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, does this mean that you're less inclined to buy a $400 jacket because you wouldn't want that number to spike so much? So I'm not likely to buy a $400 jacket anyway. Like Unless I, it's at a Travis Scott concert. Yeah. yeah <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, I don't buy a lot of clothes. I've gotten really lucky in my life that I've just like gotten a lot of clothes for free for a variety of different reasons. Not even sent to me. Like friends of mine who have nice shit just giving their shit away and giving it to me kind of thing. That's nice. Yeah. Yes, it's very nice. However, all right. But, but what you're saying, this is why. At the end of the month, if my balance is $2,500, I am so much more likely to be like, I'll just pay half of that 
at the end of the month than if I just pay it every day. Even though that's stupid, even though I'll pay interest, even though, you know what I mean? Somehow I will end up with a credit card balance. Okay, but what about like flights and vacation bookings, big things? Like what, are you always able to, let's say that you booked uh, a, a, a long weekend for you and your girlfriend to go to Jamaica, right? Which is where we were gonna go. And it's like, I don't know, $2,800. Are you always able to that day just have the money to pay that um like let's if we're talking the past year yes like and i just did that i booked a my girlfriend and i are going to go on a vacation 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 assuming that the world is functioning properly um and we're gonna go to greece and we're gonna do a couple things and i booked it all and paid for it all wow but we split it we split it um, I, I, and, and we broke it up over, since it's so far in advance, you know, one week I would, we'd buy one hotel the next week, the next hotel, yeah. next week, the flight, tracking the flights to get a good deal. It's like that amazing. kind of shit. It's amazing. Is I mean, it? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, part of me thinks there's, you're just so on top of, and so in touch with your spending. Um, I do wonder if there is a part of you that, that, you know, would, for me, I think I would become obsessed with it you know it would become like the numbers would never be out of my brain and it would consume me and prevent me from spending at all which you know maybe that's good for some people but dude i i really had a lot of credit card debt at one point like a lot give me a ballpark like over ten thousand dollars way more over 20 yes wow and you've paid it all off? Yes. All gone. Zero. How long did it take you to pay all that off? Years, bro. And I, this is what it was. I had a job. I got a job in the city. I worked at a real estate company. And I had a pretty modest salary. And I had all these friends whose parents were like helping them out a ton. And my parents, of course, helped me when they could and stuff. But it wasn't the type of thing where they're like paying my rent, giving me money to spend, all that shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. I come from like a normal place where they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt so left out that I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, in my first year living in the city after college, be left out of this stuff. I'm gonna have fun and I'll figure it out later. Yeah. Dude, that's a and very common, that's, a, that's much more common than, I've heard that story from a lot of people where yeah. they like, they would go to nightclubs and stuff on their first year out of college. And it's like, the only way they could get in was by buying a bottle and splitting it. And you get that $500, $600 tab at the end of the night. And you know, nobody has the money for that at that age, so. Totally. Um, and dude, it's crazy. one of those things also where just putting a little more on top of it meet starts meaning nothing. And especially where I already had a significant amount of student debt. I was like, what's an extra. And I didn't understand how it worked. I didn't understand how much more severe the interest was and how like it's designed in a way that's very unfortunate that people who do that fuck themselves over. Very yeah. Hard. They're penalizing you. Exactly. They, the credit cards don't companies do not want you paying off your balance. Right. They don't like people like you and me, you now at least, <laughs> who me. don't carry. I don't, I, I've never in my life, and I mean, this maybe this sounds douchey, but never once in my life have I carried credit card debt because right. it was instilled in me at a very early age of like, yo, if you don't pay your monthly balance, you're going to. Uh, you're going to have to pay interest on that. And that's, you know, why, why get charged for spending money? So yeah, I always 
found a way to like move money around from my different accounts or whatever to, to make sure I could pay my balance. Do you get, do you, you, are you big on credit card points? Like, are you pretty? Yeah. I mean, I use, I have sky miles cards. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know that I should just get one of the cards that lets you do points in general. I haven't like gotten to that to that like junction yet i need to like figure that out but um yeah i mean i have a visa i use a visa and an amex and they have for different airlines yeah yeah whatever i'm assuming it's crazy well i i think it's an interesting a really interesting lesson in all of this and and to, to the original point which is uh how how blissful it is to have such low daily credit card expenditures like i we, I told you, I think I told you when we had Raina on yesterday, but you know, we, we went, went to Maine Brewing Company or Maine Beer Company and got these pizzas and it was like $72. And I was like, damn, like, yo, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. And that used to be like a no brainer last second decision twice a week in New York. Totally. You in New York, living in New York, you light money on fire. It's crazy, man. If you leave your apartment, you're gonna spend a hundred dollars. It's a crazy. It's crazy. It's really and crazy. yeah, so it. I think I'm hoping that there there will be a, an an austerity lesson that I will take with me from all this, which is that the number that I need to spend to actually live and survive is so much lower than I thought it was. Right. Now, crazy, right? It, it will go up when life returns to normal. Because right now, my gym membership is canceled. Uh, I canceled, I think, the cable package at my apartment. And I've really, I like unplugged all my appliances before I left so that my electric bills would go to zero. I mean, I really, Good. you know, unplugged. And... Um, so naturally, there's going to be a lot more, but it's like, you know, you don't, the number of Ubers, Ubers add up so fast. It's crazy, man. And They're so uh, expensive in New York too. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. 30 bucks here, 40 bucks here. You, you, when you live in New York, you don't think twice about spending $40 on something. Dude, Uber pool to the airport is $65. Dude, I never, I never, I only ever take public transportation to the airport. I do. I try to also, but sometimes that 6 a.m. flight, I'm running behind yeah, and I fucking yeah, just hop yeah. in one. But dude, same. I always take public transportation. I don't care. I'll, I'll fly. I fly almost, I try to fly exclusively out of Newark because for me, Penn Station is so close that I can right. just get out there so fast. And it just takes the stress out too. You know, you're going to get there in the amount of time right. that you've allotted. And, you know, it's, I don't get car sick. Right, dude, it's great. You're right. The train, you like know the the train from Penn Station to New York's very, very easy. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good um. Point. So okay, well, that's that's really interesting about the credit cards. Yeah, I, I, I think I will spend this month under a thousand dollars. Wow, including including like not including like rent and stuff, obviously, right? Obviously. Correct. Um, but I checked yesterday and I think I've spent $460 in, in my, my, in my statement billing cycle ends on April 18th. So I'm about halfway there. 
Um, so if I, if I, I mean, if I, I haven't, I haven't spent less than a thousand dollars on a, on this credit card ever. Wow. I don't think I've ever spent less than $2,000 and I don't mean to sound like a dick, but like that, you know, this number that I will have spent, but it needs to be that way. It needs to be that way. What are you going to do? Well, you don't have rent. Like I, my rent, I mean, my apartment is just sitting vacant, unplugged, right cold all the plants are dying the food in my refrigerator is rotting i tried to clean it out most of the stuff that's perishable is gone but am i allowed to reach out to my landlord and be like yo what's the deal i don't know man i mean you could airbnb it dude you know what i thought about this is something (laughs) i thought about my apartment in new york would be a lot nicer for someone who is stuck in new york than their apartment definitely like could i get someone to move over to my apartment it's got a backyard it's got you know comfortable furniture beautiful kitchen uh i wonder if someone would be willing because they're just like fed up of being stuck in their shitty apartment i would charge i don't know 100 bucks a day 150 just get something you know right I mean, you could get much more than that, I imagine. I mean, so you could sublet it, but here's the problem. If all of a sudden things improve, which is very, unfortunately, you know, not unfortunately, fortunately is possible, you then would have nowhere to go. Dude, we're looking at three months. Right. No, no, I know. I know. I don't think think, that's realistic. I don't think it's like July at the earliest right now is what I'm understanding. It's fucking crazy. Are you ready for that? Are you going to be you're you're going to be out there in the hamps just by the way. I, it's about to get nice for you. I know. That's about to get nice out. pretty cool. I think unfortunately I the beaches are still going to be closed, but so there are some like private ones though. Wow. Do you have um, access whatever. to I those? Mhm. Damn, bro. I know. Well, dude, listen, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Like I have been exercising a lot which has been great i've been very regimented and it's been easy i've almost like dreamed of a scenario where i could put my life on pause and try to commit myself to getting in shape so i know you said at the beginning of this if i come back shred bro from the quarantine you'll be impressed i will see i'm on pace to have a shot to have a shot what are you eating what's your what's your food schedule like so Chris, uh, Chris, Chris just Chris. said he's gonna be shred bro too chris pop in here for a second we want to ask you about what your what your um, weight loss situation is like, Chris? What's up? Weigh in, buddy, because you, you've been on the weight loss train for a while. How's yeah. your diet? What's your What's your weight situation like? Good. I'm down like 11 pounds right now. 11 oh, pounds, yeah. buddy. Chugging nice. along. Yeah. I eat Great. like I'm being insano. I uh, I do one meal a day. Well, I eat for like two hours in a day. Eat all my calories in there because I need to like make food a game for myself. If I like convert it into like, a, I know I can only eat in this time period. It's much easier for me because all I do is snack all day. That's why it was so yeah. hard. Cause yeah. It, it eliminates that for me. Chris, yeah. looking at you now, I can already tell that if you were Same. to lose, if you were, to, yeah, you, first of all, you do look a lot better, but if you were to lose a lot of weight, you'd be like a nine, dude. Dude, I know. That's you, what I you, know. you are set to be really hot. You have the face and the eyes and, and like the, the facial hair for it. Yeah, you, you just you just need to you need to get there. Yeah, no, uh, me and Julia will pop out like 
like wax figures and be like, yeah, sweet. And then I'll put on a whole bunch of weight, and you guys will be like, we don't know this guy. Yeah. It's Fat Francis coming to life. Yeah, Fat Francis, dude. Um, I had a guy do my like macros for me. Like I happened to do like a body analysis before I came out here. Like literally two days before this all started. Huh. Um, and he, you know, he kind of uh, is micromanaging my meals and my workouts. Where so, did you find this guy? You know, dude, you know him, Nick Simmons. He's a personal trainer. He's a comedian. Oh, okay. All right. I don't so, know if I know him, but uh, he's a nice guy. He's very funny too, actually. He's a funny cool. kid. Um, but anyway, nice. so he's, you know, we'll see if it works. You know what I mean? So far, it's it seems to be going reasonably well. I don't know, man. We'll see. What are your workouts? What are you doing? Uh, you know, just a variety of every week. He's giving me different stuff. I'm kind of doing what you do, like isolating muscle groups and doing uh, like five days on and then two days rest. I forgot that you have a total gym where you are. It's unbelievable. It's not a total gym, but it's getting closer to being one. Like we got a, we just like, we have all free weight situation and cardio machines, whatever. And we just bought a bench. Uh, So we'll see. And then we bought a pull-up machine, like a not pull-up machine, like a freestanding pull-up bar. Dude, pull-up bars, if you can if you can start banging out strict full extension pull-ups and really being disciplined about like pushing yourself, those are I think like one of the best exercises for for looking absolute tread, bro. Really? <laughs> yeah. Trust me, what, dude. What is your routine like? Well, it's been varied. I got that kettlebell at 55 pounds, and I think it was too heavy, if I'm honest. I, mm. I did a workout with it, and then the next day, and, and actually in the days since, my lower back has been fucking screaming. Mm. Uh, and it's finally getting a little bit better, but I think it was from doing the kettlebell swings because you're thrusting so hard. So my my lower back is just was in shambles from that. And as such... Um, my parents have a Peloton bike and I've gotten into that and I'm really enjoying that. Although some of the Peloton trainers bug the shit out of me. (laughs) I think there's this one guy named Cody who's such a cornball dude. Mm. I mean, he, he, he like, he, he plays Lincoln park and then repeats (laughs) lyrics as if they're messages for us. (laughs) That's terrible. you know, try so hard. Yeah, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. And then he's like, "Yeah, it does matter how hard you try. Think about that. This is what we're doing here." Like, and he's, it's like, dude, it's Lincoln Park. What are you, you know, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Someone told me that my voice sounds like Chester Bennington. R.I.P. Is that the guy who killed himself? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I, I could see that. Yeah. There, there. I'm not like knocking the band. I just think like. You know, it's it's one step above quoting totally. Limp Bizkit during. I, dude, a hundred percent. It's a very accessible I, and I, the, you I, know, reading into the lyrics is seems very overkill. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my girlfriend sent me a gift. Oh, that's nice. For no occasion, fucking sweetheart. That's great. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. What do we got? I love presents. Oh, yeah, dude. Hang on, bro. Wait, wait, wait. If you guys can hear that sound, it's a massage gun. Oh, fuck. I suspect Francis right now is going to get one as well. 
Oh, yeah. Do we have the same one? Dude, they're pretty similar. Which one did you get? These are the same one, bro. You got the Hypervolt? Uh, maybe not. Mine is I, – I don't know. It looks very similar, though. Looks, I mean, it looks identical. Yeah. Clearly, one of these companies completely ripped off the other company. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah. I can't – I can't help but think whenever I use it of that website. Um, I think it's called like uh, it's a porn <laughs> website, like real sex machines or something. Oh shit! Yeah, it's pretty dark. They like strap women down and then they have robots. Whoa, dude! You could totally put a dildo in this thing. You sure could. Sure could. I have, have, haven't I? <laughs> hey, have that you is crazy. Yet? Have you used yours yet? I've been using it on my body, not fucking on my asshole. Not ramming? <laughs> Let me tell you something, Julio. Uh, just take my word for it. You cannot put a cucumber on the end of this thing. Uh, <laughs> I tried. Uh, and, uh, and baked goods and things of that nature. And uh, vegetables do not stay. Gets a little. <laughs> but, dude, it's awesome. I, I, I love it. I use it all the time. It's really, really amazing. The Theragun is the one that started the whole trend, I think. But those are like $500. This is like a knockoff. It's a step down. Um, right. But this one's really good. And it's really so, fucking good. The, heart, the, the one problem is I want to use it while my girlfriend and I are watching TV, but it's too noisy for her. Right. She doesn't like – because she we're watching Breaking Bad, and I've already seen Breaking Bad. She's never seen it. So – I I tried putting it under a comforter and like to muffle the sound. And even then she was like, she couldn't hear what was happening. And Subtitles? I, I'm not going to make her read a show just because I want to massage the uh, lactic acid out of my quads from cycling. <laughs> you know? What level do you put it on? Like how intense, like how strong? It depends on the part of my body muscle, that I'm right? doing. Uh, like, with my thighs and stuff, I can go all the way up. Um, right. But if I'm doing my calves, calves you got to tone it down. Yeah. Calves, you got to tone it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, things. this was great, man. Great to catch up with you. Um, sure. I'll, I'll see you next week. Congrats on the, the credit card spending. We should have like a, we Play should have an end of the month uh, competition to see who can spend less. We should. I mean, you're with your girlfriend though. I feel like that, that's cheating on my, like I have an advantage. Yeah, but in, in theory, we're we're like splitting all of our groceries too. So I think it Fair should enough. kind of come out in the wash, but yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, all right, man. We'll have a great weekend. Let's Where are you at in Game of Thrones? I finished it. Oh my God. <laughs> I finished it. All right. Now, what'd you think of the last season? I didn't hate the ending of, I didn't hate the ending. Me neither. Me neither. I thought it was perfectly like just and like and nice at the end of the day it's like Jon Snow was the fucking the guy who took care of the people as he always claimed to be type of thing yeah yeah the last season was fine I mean did I I what point did it stop being books because I remember you said that and I I, I didn't look into it I think season six the one which was the the best season to me yeah uh where they had Battle of the Bastards to me is the best awesome episode of the whole series um and I think that that was the first season where they diverged from the books and everyone was, I, I was just blown away that the, the showrunners, uh, Benny, uh, yeah, 
D.B. Weiss and Benioff or whatever were able to uh, carry it themselves. Agreed. Yeah. Cause it really gets, and it, it makes sense. Like it steps it up as far as like action, like it yeah. becomes much more intense and like very satisfying when they got rid of the red sparrow. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so um, many great moments. I might have to go back and watch that too. She's never seen that one either. Holy shit. Oh man, yeah. dude, it was, it was a wild ride and it was really fun to be able to commit so much time. I, I finished the entire series in two weeks, dude. <laughs> So, so what's next? What's next for you? I have a very long list of movies that I just was, I have, I get Netflix DVDs. So oh, I, have, oh, I have a long list of movies that I'm never going to be able to tackle. So I figure I start cracking those, getting into those. I don't know. You're popping DVD discs into a DVD player? No, but I just have the list still. So, and oh, I'm like too lazy you're to screenshot cute. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. so that's it. All right. Well, good luck, man. Let's talk touch base next week. Thanks for following us at Oops the Podcast. Follow our uh, Instagram account at Oops the Podcast and send us your quarantine stories and your credit card spending. Talk soon, everybody. Thanks so much.